number 82. 82. All right, day 82. If you add up uh, the day since Joe Biden promised he wouldn't abandon Americans and their families and green card holders and our Afghan allies, that would be uh, day 95. And yet Joe has moved on. He's turned the page, as he likes to say all the time. Uh, probably my favorite result is this truck driver, Ed Dunn, in New Jersey, beating the state Senate president, spending a whopping $153 on his campaign. Uh, I, I just love that story. And his name is Ed Durr. I'm sorry, not Dunn, Durr. Uh, if you look at, if you look at my cut sheet though, it says Dunn, just so you know, just saying. This is an internal battle we have going on here. Anyway, not a big deal, but it's such a great story. And I love the idea of a citizen legislature and a citizen citizens in the Senate. You know, I've all, often said that term limits are a bad idea because it takes away choices. If you have a really good senator, really good congressman, why should they be term limited out? OK, makes sense on paper. Unfortunately, government has now forced us all to work so hard just to pay our bills and and they take their big cut of everything, that a lot of people just don't have the time available to be as engaged as they want to be. But if we did term limit people out, it would be what I call a bad idea, probably whose time has come. You know, in, in the House, you do two terms, you leave. In the Senate, one term, you leave. You know, because think about it. If you're in that position and you know you're not fighting for re-election, then you have an ability to to govern in a way that never factors in the impact it might have on your future ambition or career. You serve your time, you go back into the general public, <clears throat> back to your business, back to your profession, whatever it happens to be. All the evidence now that is coming out is most Democrats have no clue what happened on Tuesday. The same with the mob and the media. Mob and the media is ignoring the fact that an African-American woman from Jamaica was an incredible life story who served in as a Marine for this country now became the first lieutenant governor. I'm talking about Winsome Sears of the Commonwealth of Virginia or another minority is AG for the first time in the history of that state for the media to go out there and spin this that race, 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 race is it's obscene. And I'll play this later on. We have a montage we put together of media mob people blaming race for the Virginia election results. Um, it's it, it, I, I, I'm kind of befuddled by it because it doesn't even make sense because just the opposite is happening with the Republican Party. I see a new Republican Party emerging. You know, Stephanie Cutter, who worked all those years with Hillary Clinton, saying, yeah, uh, we, we can't let these Republicans become the party of parents. That scares her. Uh, just like, for example, you know, think of 2016 and Donald Trump's historic victory. What what was it about that election? It was about fighting for the forgotten men and women of this country. And if you take out three years, extrapolate out three years of Donald Trump's presidency and the promises made, the promises kept, cutting the bureaucracy, lowering the taxes, picking from a list of justices that have a conservative judicial philosophy and don't believe in judicial activism, 
uh, keeping that promise, building the border wall that he promised he would build, getting us to energy independence, which really impacted the economy in ways that we now understand more deeply because by abandoning energy independence, we see everything costs a fortune more. And it's disproportionately negatively impacting the poor and the middle class in this country. Thank you, Joe Biden. Um, Trump, better, freer, fairer trade deals that nobody thought maybe even to negotiate. NATO paying their fair share, keeping China, North Korea, Iran and, and Russia in check and and doing it in an environment where he is under a never ending assault uh, based on an, an entire lie put forth by the Democrats, and that is the, the Russia collusion narrative and lie. You know, with the new information that came out, we now know the FBI knew that Christopher Steele's subsource lied to the FBI in 2017, and they did nothing. The FBI set up Michael Flynn to push this phony Russia collusion narrative. Nobody's been held accountable. You know, 39-page indictment for this guy, Danchenko, stands out because it makes the linkage between the Clinton campaign lawyer op research uh, known as the Steele dossier used by the FBI in spite of never being able to affirm the, the veracity of it. As a matter of fact, it says at the, at the top of a FISA application, you are attesting to it being true and accurate uh, and confirmed. And now we know it was a document that was full of lies that have now been debunked and that the FBI knew in even as early as 2016, late 2016, early 2017 from Steele's subsource. You know, if, if it says on the top of a document and you're pledging, you're putting your name to it, that you have confirmed everything in this in this document to be true before a FISA court, and then it's not true, that would be violating the law. But they used the Steele dossier to obtain surveillance warrants. Carter Page, spy on a candidate Trump, a transition team Trump, and then a president Trump. I mean, it's uh, is anybody ever going to be held accountable? I don't know, meaning the top people that were involved. But the indictment for Igor Danchenko uh, is deep and it's profound. And you got to worry if you're Team Clinton, uh, maybe this now becomes the straw that breaks the camel's back. And maybe Durham actually gets the job done finally. Um, but it shines more light on who is really colluding with the Russians ahead of 2016 and using, you know, the same Russian lies uh, for three long years, harassing a president of the United States that was duly elected. You know, newsrooms, as uh, Rick Grinnell put out today, you know, protected Fiona Hill, allowed her to tell, you know, this phony narrative and further her career and and saying anything to climb the ladder. He knows her. And yet it all happened. And we were right the entire time. And everybody else in the media was wrong. Uh, but anyway, back to the results. So Democrats, they don't miss a beat. Immediately they come back. And don't expect Chuck Schumer to change. Don't expect Joe Biden to change. Don't expect Nancy Pelosi to change. Don't expect the squad to change because they're not. This is who they are. Radical, new, green deal, radical socialists. And now the question is, are there going to be some Democrats that fully, completely understand what happened Tuesday and act accordingly. Because now the House is right back at it.
trying to get as much money as they possibly can for their new Green Deal socialism. Now, part of what they've outlined today is tax hikes that they're now planning, you know, to to pay for the one point five or one point seven five trillion that they want to spend. Uh, Senate Democrats, by the way, Joe Biden apparently doesn't even know what his own Justice Department is doing. He was exposed by Peter Ducey. He had no idea. Uh, I never heard of this four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for illegal immigrants. He seemed to forget that his own Justice Department had a plan to pay four hundred and fifty grand to every illegal immigrant separated from their families as they were trying to enter this country illegally. And Republicans now have moved to block the $450,000 payments to illegal immigrants. Um, now we've got inflation, and it looks like um, that it's not transitory, as they first said. The Federal Reserve now has you know, tried to stick to that characterization, even as it continues to go on and on. Uh, Powell at the Fed, the federal chairman, Jerome Powell, suggesting inflation. This spike could last well into next year. I would argue even further. Uh, we have Obama's former auto czar saying Americans are losing purchasing power. All of this is self-induced by Biden. The supply chain issue included. Afghanistan, easily preventable. We could have easily extracted every American, every green card holder, every ally, all of that military equipment in March, April, May, June, July. And Joe Biden didn't lift a finger as the Taliban was taking over larger and larger geographical portions of Afghanistan. The disaster at the border, that didn't have to happen. You keep the stay in Mexico policy, you finish out the wall, and you, you don't bring back catch and release and make it even more lenient process and release. That would have that that would have prevented that disaster. You know, getting rid of energy independence. This makes no sense to me because now for the third time after Joe Biden fell asleep, needed to be woken up by an aide. And after Joe Biden apologized for America in the Trump years, leaving the Paris Accords, which is costing us billions of dollars and lets China and India be classified as developing nations and they don't pay next to anything um, apologizing for that then he goes to beg OPEC and Russia to produce more oil now if you're at a climate summit with over 400 private jets um, why didn't maybe somebody think that with the new technology especially developed and, and perfected during the age and era of COVID Maybe they could have Zoom called and saved the earth from all of those carbon emissions. And if you're going to produce a, a barrel of oil in the Middle East or in Russia or any other part of the globe, how is that any different for the planet if you created it here? Because no country uh, besides the United States has been able in the last five years to reduce the emission of carbon em emissions to the lowest levels we've had in decades. That happened under Donald Trump, too. So now you pay more for every every time you fill up your gas tank and heat and cool your home and for every product you're about to buy. Joe Manchin even saying on gas prices, we should do more drilling and production in the U.S. I'm not depending on OPEC. For Joe Biden to get woken up by an aide only to go back and begging OPEC to produce oil you have to explain to me how that doesn't have the exact same impact on the environment if we drilled the oil in a, for drilled for the oil in Alaska or Texas 
or Oklahoma? Because nobody can seem to answer that question. Um, so the Democrats are just back to what they were doing. It's it's pretty interesting. AOC is blaming moderate Democrats for the election night disaster. I, I think that's great news. She's not going to change. Uh, Pelosi still doesn't have the votes to pass this Build Back Better New Green Deal socialism. That's good news. Uh, Pelosi saying the people have spoken, but we're not going to change our socialist agenda. I would interpret that pretty much to mean Pelosi to voters drop dead. We don't care what you think. Uh, the only one that spoke up and made some sense was somebody I've known for a long time and I actually like James Carville. I mean, he's crazy. His views are nuts, but he's not dumb. He's smart. And he said, you know, he was disgusted by Tuesday's results he goes on PBS's NewsHour with Judy Woodruff and said this defund the police lunacy, this take Abraham Lincoln's name off of schools. He says some of these people no, need to go to a woke detox center. They're expressing a language that people just don't use, and there is a backlash and a frustration to all of that. Carvel's not wrong, but James Carvel's not going to be listened to, not by this radical Democratic Socialist Party. Anyway, a lot of angles we're going to get to. Media is still blaming racism for what happened on Tuesday, which is kind of hard to explain to me. As we continue, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Man, what a what a day of news this is. You know, to watch people not get what happened on Tuesday, part of it to me is very entertaining, and it, it just, to me, it just opens up the possibilities. I went through in great specificity and detail how there needs to be a realignment in the country and the way to do it. And this is going to be a process, and that is the the narrative that Democrats use every every two and four years is not going to change. Racist, sexist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to change. But the Republican Party now has the opportunity to offer an alternative to failing schools, offer an alternative to defund and dismantle the police, uh, offer an alternative to New Green Deal socialism, offer an alternative to open borders, offer an alternative that's called energy independence. All of these things now will resonate more with people because everybody's feeling the impact of this. You want to deal with government incompetence on every level? Okay, well, tell me what government has done so far that, that you would define as successful. So, you know, when I listen to the AOCs of the world and and watch Nancy Pelosi saying it's full steam ahead and Chuck Schumer bringing up almost immediately a vote on on having no standards for elections once again, um, they haven't learned a single thing. Senate Democrats now moving again to pay illegal immigrants, people that didn't respect our laws and sovereignty, 450 grand each. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. 
All right, 25 to the top of the hour. So it's predictable. I wouldn't expect them to be self-reflective, introspective, or, or, or really doing a deep dive analysis into what really happened in Virginia and New Jersey. Um, and the Democrats now just full steam ahead. And AOC is just blaming, quote, the moderates for this. And Nancy Pelosi pushing, you know, trying to push this, you know, multi-trillion dollar debacle down America's throat. They've learned nothing. Um, the House actually went as far today as, you know, moving on the spending bill and the infrastructure bill. In other words, the $3.5 trillion, whatever final number they come to, and the $1.2 trillion. The Rules Committee meeting because they, and by the way, they, they, they met this morning, didn't approve a rule to push the social spending bill to the floor. Uh, if the House doesn't have the rule, I'm getting technical here, to put the social spending bill on the floor, if the House lacks a rule to establish the parameters of debate, it can't bring up the bill. So that likely means they're going to push it off till tomorrow, Friday, or be very late late tonight and bringing it to the floor. Now, that said, the House, you know, all they need to do on the infrastructure bill is line up with the Senate. In other words, they can go along with the Senate bill. And the House debated the bill weeks ago. The Senate approved the infrastructure package in early August. And remember, it was the squad that was saying, no, not until we get our new Green Deal spending socialist utopia uh, spending orgy bill are we going to move forward. Anyway, so that said... The House is is moving forward as if nothing happened on Tuesday. And Biden is moving as if nothing happened on Tuesday. And he just today goes forward and, and is asking the House to move forward with his radical domestic agenda. Now, that basically means to the American people, drop dead. We don't care what you had to say in Virginia. We don't care what you were saying in New Jersey either. We, we are more committed to our radicalism than ever before. Now, <clears throat> there are exceptions here. And the fact that most Democrats are not going to learn any lessons from Virginia in New Jersey, that that's not exactly surprising. Uh, Biden said yesterday the Democrats setbacks in the elections underscore that the party needs to produce for the American people. Basically, I guess he's convinced himself that if only we had passed Build Back Better before he went to Glasgow to take a nap before the entire world and beg OPEC to produce more oil, uh, that probably this uh, electoral shift wouldn't have happened. Now, the only one that comes out being right in this for the Democrats or the one that comes out looking the best in this for the Democrats is Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin was on with Brett Baer last night talking about the implications of what happened in Virginia and New Jersey and he said, I just saw it confirm we're a divided country. I hope it's a wake-up call for all of us. He said, I'm concerned. I've been talking about our debt. I've been talking about inflation. I've been talking about the economic fallout we will have from these spending bills. Democrats should pay more heed to the immediate needs of the American people, such as rising gas prices and infrastructure. He said, you know, why don't we do more drilling? Why don't we do more more production here in the U.S. I'm not depending on OPEC, he said. I'm not depending on other countries for energy anymore. He's right, because Trump got us to energy independence for the first time in 75 years. 
He said, we know how to do it. We have the technology and we should be relying on ourselves. He's the only Democrat that gets it. The only one that got close was Carville. But he he looked at it more as wokeness and defund the police and and parents shouldn't have a say in their kids education because instinctively he just knows that's just dumb politics. Old school Democrats like Carville and Clinton, Bill Clinton, you know, they knew that radicalism could only go so far. This is not a center left country. America did not vote for new Green Deal socialism. And the more people learned about what it actually has been that the Democrats are proposing, the more people disliked it, leading up to the political shift that took place on Tuesday. Um, You have one Democratic congresswoman, a woman named uh, Spamberger, saying nobody elected Biden to be FDR. They elected him to be normal. It's a pretty interesting comment. Congresswoman Kathleen Rice says what we're talking about is is not resonating with voters now there's a very few in the democratic party that for whatever reason heretofore have been silent that are now speaking out because they see the damage that's being done um so it's going to get interesting to see if they learn anything from tuesday my guess is they do not if you think back if you want to look at maybe a political equivalent in after the election in 2000 and nine um remember that's when obama went full hardcore and then that's the election that scott brown won in massachusetts because he was supposed to stop obamacare and then procedurally they kept him out of the senate long enough so they could use the reconciliation bill process to get that bill passed and look it's all these years later and we're still stuck with it um If you look at Biden's Build Back Better New Green Deal Socialism, the plan actually calls for 185 times more spending on this climate change madness than future pandemic preparedness. The price tag as of today is $550 billion in climate initiative funding and only $3 billion in pandemic preparedness. Wow. Says a lot about, I guess, where their heads are at here. Uh, As I said, Carville blames wokeness on this. Um, Murphy's narrow win in New Jersey. I mean, as shock as great as it was in Virginia. The fact that, you know, Republicans got within 20,000 votes in, in New Jersey is just it's almost historic in its own way. Um, then you've got this narrative that has emerged here about, well, the reason that this happened is because Republicans are racist and they, and they spoke out against critical race theory. Yeah. You have for, how does that explain Winsome Sears win? I mean, if you listen to some Democrats, you know, for example, she is now the newly elected Lieutenant governor the first African-American female to win statewide election in the Commonwealth. Uh, Jameel Hill on Twitter uh, said, a former ESPN host, accused her of being a white supremacist. I'm like, is that really where your head's at? It's not the messaging, folks, she tweeted, that elected 
Glenn Youngkin as governor and Sears as lieutenant governor. This country simply loves white supremacy. That's what she said. If you look at across the, the news channel dial, similar arguments were being made. Let me play a quick montage. The coronavirus, or that the virus it was a very has low not importance to many yes, of the voters. Which there. Was it was education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. I think that the the real ominous thing is that critical race theory, which isn't real, turned the suburbs. 15 points. We also see the enduring power of the culture wars, and the Republicans are better at playing this game because it's essentially white identity politics. That works for Republicans. CRT is in the, the latest line of school busing, cross town busing, um, welfare queens. You have it. It's in, that same, it's in that same line, and you saw it in the, in the results in Virginia. Some of it was dog whistle. Yeah. Right? Some of it was. Uh, dog whistle racism, 1,000%. DeRoy Murdoch wrote a column on foxnews.com. He said, the left needs to stop foaming at the mouth over imaginary white supremacy and face facts. Their ideas suck, and the American people hate them, meaning their ideas. That's what DeRoy Murdoch said. Um, this defeat of Terry McAuliffe in this governor's race to become the first Republican elected since 2009 is is just causing furor among the media elite over at fake news cnn this they're claiming it's a dog whistle racism uh you have on msdnc that you know they're declaring education is is code for white parents not don't like the idea of teaching about race um that that's not what happened in this election that is not at all what happened and it certainly doesn't explain Winsome Sears' massive victory as lieutenant governor in the Commonwealth of Virginia, or the AG as a minority winning in the Commonwealth of Virginia. You know, and one of the ironic things, <clears throat> for example, ratings came out for October, and CNN is, and like MSNBC, they're, they're in a near total collapse, not having Donald Trump to hate every day. And I predicted this was going to happen. I mean, for CNN through the month of October, their average was 661,000 viewers. I mean, it is an unmitigated disaster. More people watch the Cartoon Channel than watch CNN. And almost as many, you know, as few watch MSDNC as well, although they do a little better. Um, they're just out of touch. I think the last ad that Youngkin did in this campaign, just having Terry McAuliffe, all he tried to do was talk about Donald Trump. Now, if you extrapolate out all the times they, they tried to tie Youngkin to Trump, it didn't work. Hating Trump is not a winning strategy for Democrats. I don't think they're going to stop it because I don't think they can control themselves. They wake up every second, every minute, every hour, every day to this day still hating Donald Trump. Listen to this last Yunkin ad. 
Terry McAuliffe's campaign in Virginia is all about Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. He keeps invoking Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. 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 Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump. Have you made this race too much about Trump? Uh, no. Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 it's not about Trump. And then, so let's look at, for example, Winsome Sears, who was on the TV show last night, an amazing woman, incredible background, uh, the first uh, black woman elected lieutenant governor in the Commonwealth of Virginia, um, declaring that she would die for America, chanting USA, USA, USA. She served in the Marine Corps. Um, she was not born in this country. She was born in Jamaica. As an incredible life story, um, a Marine veteran. Anyway, how do you explain that and then make the case that this was in any way, shape, matter, or form about race? And then if you look at some of the other issues, Seattle fed up with anarchy and law and order Republican and Davison won the city attorney's post over the defund the police, over a defund the police candidate in Minneapolis. You have out-of-state groups were pouring a fortune uh, to sway voters to disband the police department. Uh, one group in particular, it's reported $430,000. Congresswoman Omar campaigned heavily for the measure, but it was soundly rejected. In Buffalo, you have a mayor that ran as a write-in candidate because he was beaten in the primary by a socialist. But despite that disadvantage and AOC pushing for this guy, Walton, um, oh, I'm sorry, pushing for this person, Walton, uh, Brown appears to have won as a more moderate voice. Long Island, New York had been turning more blue by the day. And anyway, uh, anger over bail reform in the state of New York had Ann Donnelly on the verge of becoming the first Republican district attorney elected in Nassau County, where I live in 20 years Republican Ray Tierney unseated the Democratic incumbent for that post in neighboring Suffolk County. In New Jersey, Joe Biden won there by 16 percentage uh, points, and he barely and and Murphy barely wins by 20,000 votes. This is a political tsunami. It'll be interesting to see if Democrats learn any lessons from this. As of now, they're not learning a thing. Because they went right back to the Senate today with their reform the vote, no voter ID necessary agenda. And in the House, they're going right back to the New Green Deal socialism. So, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting a different result, right? That's not a bad thing if you're hopeful that Republicans and conservatives take back the House and Senate in 2022. Which is now a very, very, very doable reality. But they've got to do it right themselves.